Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080, The Fan. Yeah, we're long. It's 10-11 already. Yeah, we're, we're pretty long over here. It's the Sports Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you should see Rashad's smile on his oh, face right here. Oh, man, <laughs> so funny, man. I'm about to, me, me and Luke Anderson are on our way to tour. Uh, do this comedy thing. I'm gonna take this full time. You hear me, Luke? Me and you, baby. Back to Vegas. Oh my God. Okay. I, how do you want to? How do you want to do this? I, we got to talk about Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billups's options. You have hot takes. Uh, we have a minute left until we have to break. Um, should we try to get back on the clock, or should we just say, you know what? Well, Screw it. Let's try. This way, we can make our uh, uh, the the next segments kind of mean something. I mean, well, why not? Okay. We can try to get back on. All right. Okay. I do think it's interesting, quickly, before we take a break, because I don't want to have a one-minute segment, is this is from Woj, and, and Danny Morang tweeted this. I wasn't watching it on ESPN. Obviously, I'm, I'm in here. Uh, the quote from Woj was that kid doesn't want to put Damian Lillard in an awkward position with the organization, end quote. So I, I can kind of look at that two ways. One, Neil O'Shea does not want Jason Kidd, and Woj's initial report did not have Kidd as an option from the many years that we've seen this Woj gets his Blazer stuff from Neil Olshay. So the names that were on Woj's list were from Neil Olshay. Dame, who is good friends with Chris Haynes and has been since Chris Haynes was a beat reporter for the Blazers early in Dame's career for NBC Sports Northwest or Comcast Northwest back in the day. Now a big national guy. Uh, whenever proud, he, proud to see that guy on the floor doing interviews and stuff after Yeah, games. it's cool. Dope. Chris is a great guy. Whenever you see Chris Haynes do Blazer stuff, it's almost always from Dame, right? So if you see Blazer stuff from Woj, that's Olshay. If you see Blazer stuff from Chris Haynes, that's Damian Lillard. Almost to a T. 
you know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's other people involved. But almost to a T, that's how it is. Dame tells Chris Haynes, I want Jason Kidd or Chauncey Billups. Olshay tells Woj, you know, a name, a list of six coaches that included Chauncey Billups on it. Mike D'Antoni was on there. Jeff Van Gundy was on there. Oh, Those other names, right? It was, it was a kind of like a mishmash of new and, and retreads. So in one thought, I go, Olshay told Dame, look, I can get behind Chauncey Billups, but I am not bringing Jason Kidd in here. And maybe he talked to Kidd or whatever so that Kidd goes, okay, I don't want to do it. Not to upset Dame, not to get in between him and the organization. You know, if he wants me and they don't, I don't want to do that. Say this so that we can go ahead and focus on maybe Chauncey Billups, right? Maybe that's that's guy number one. And Jason Quick, by the way, when he's been on multiple times, has said Chauncey Billups is a name to keep an eye, an eye out for. Um, every time he's come on, and we've asked about coaches when he's been allowed to say it, Chauncey Billups has been the first name out of his mouth. So keep that in mind. The other thought, too, is potentially Jason Kidd saw the backlash that Portland fans gave to his name being mentioned and went, I respect Dame. We're both from Oakland. You know, we have a relationship off the court. I don't want to get between him and the fans in the franchise because he wants me and they don't. I would draw my name. Or the third option would be he wants the Celtics more than the Blazers, which I wouldn't blame him. Um, so those are the three options, in my opinion, on why Jason Kidd withdrew his name today. Which one sounds the most correct to you? Uh, None of them. I just think I don't want to go to Portland. Sounds rude. Honestly, I guess that's I guess that is a fourth one. Sure. Honestly, I just I mean we talk all the time about players not wanting to come to Portland. Coaches, you know, aren't much different either. You know, a lot of these guys look at the place that they have to live and stuff like. Yeah, I don't want to go there. No, thank you. Especially, uh, I'm just, let's just let's just put it out there, man. Black coaches and black players. You know, a lot of times this isn't a there's a, there's a reason Brian Grant's the biggest free agent that we've ever got. There's a reason. Everybody else is through trades. And the draft. Like, we, we had a so, texter say that he just doesn't know. I think I brought it up last time. He just doesn't know how much Neil Olshay tries to bring free agents. He goes, I, I find it hard to believe free agents don't want to come and play here. It's a much longer term issue than Neil Olshay. No, free this, agents is, this isn't been new. Coming here this isn't new. Like, and, uh, since this is the late a, 90s. And it's not Olshay's fault. You no. know, it's nobody. It's not Terry Stott's fault. It's not Dame's fault. Dame is one of the most beloved players in the NBA. You mean to tell me he can't get a guy to come play here? No, I don't want to live in Portland, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, and people always there's especially, you know, black folks and a lot of us like, man, I don't want to be here. Like, I'm trying to move. You meet a lot of people and say, I'm trying to go to the Bay Area. I'm trying to go down south. I'm trying to go to Florida, if you can believe that. But most people just aren't trying to stay in Portland. And so free agents, when they come, they don't don't stay. That's the thing we've heard from you. We've heard that from players, too, who have left, that there isn't much of a cultural fit for black players in Portland. There's not a lot that they can get behind in this city because, shocker, there's not a lot of black people who live in the city. And if you're a rich millionaire, black or white, and there's one five-star hotel, and there's no, like, cool nightlife like that, there's a bunch of cool food and everything like that, places that – but there's there's not a lot of stuff. Like, if you're a young millionaire and stuff like that, especially if you're – NBA players coming to league at 19, 20, you're young. Now if you're a free agent at 24, 25, like, guess what? I'm going to L.A. I'm going to – New York, well, I'm going to Brooklyn now. I'm going to to, to Miami now. I, I don't want to go to Portland. And then the other side part is, is where are they living? They're living in Lake Oswego, which is, I mean, what? Just, <laughs> if I you're mean, a young black person, you do not want to be living in Lake Oswego. That's just not the case. Like, yeah, you're going to have a nice giant home on the lake. That's beautiful. 
but you're not, you're going to have literally outside of the teammates nobody who's going to relate to you. Then. Yeah, so, so it's a, it's a it's it's a it's a battle if you're an Oregon. It's just one of those things you have to have to deal with, and hopefully the coach that comes here wants to win and doesn't care about the you know everything else. And I think that's what you have to look for. So hopefully Chauncey's one of those guys that just cares about winning. All right, let's get in to the coaching options. I'll I'll let you know what Woj reported, which is again, like I said, probably coming from Neil Olshay. And we'll talk about Billups and potentially Kid as well, although he's now withdrawn his name. That's next. This is Sports Sunday NFL. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10:21 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you. It's 11 o'clock. Joe's back next week, I believe. Oh, yeah, next week is Father's Day. Oh, get dad a, a screwdriver day? Did you want to take it off? That was the question that Joe asked. He's like, do you guys want to take Father's Day? That's probably the only thing that I like doing on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Father's Day sucks, man. You know by, you know, listen, I say this every year. It never changes. <laughs> like, Father's Day is the least liked, is the, the least celebrated holiday possibly of, of all holidays. You know, nobody cares about Father's Day. No one cares about Father's Day. Well, let's just be real. But hey, get mom the Pandora bracelet. Yeah, show mom you care by getting her the new Lexus. Let's go out and show mom you care. Bring it a fogo de chow and spend, you know, dad. Oh, well, you know, it's coming up. Get some tools. Dad's going to like these new socks that you, you can get two ninety nine at Ross. Like, come on, man. Like, nobody cares about dad. Like, stop it. Well, it is Father's Day. Here's some Day. steaks for you to grill your own, grill on your own, dad. It is Father's Day next Sunday. So, he, Joe asks, because Joe is a dad, and you are a dad. I am a dad. If you wanted to do your own thing that day. Nah, man. You know, my son is typically with his mom for the first few hours of Sunday. And so, uh, okay. you know, I have I don't I won't have much to do. So okay. I'll be here. All right. I'll be here as well. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe will be all right. Joe's like do. taking two of the last three weeks off and he's like angling for the third one. He's like, Hey, can I have another week off for Father's yeah, Day? Yeah, go, bro. Enjoy <laughs> your enjoy your day. Like that we should get something. And if a day off is what you're asking for, then then damn it, Joe. <laughs> Take your day, bro. Uh okay. So the coaching candidates for the open Portland Trailblazers job. We heard from Dame, obviously, that he wants Jason Kidd and he wants Chauncey Billups. Jason Kidd today withdrew his name from the coaching opening. That is from Woj. Uh, Woj is initial report. These are the names that were in it. Chauncey Billups, Jeff Van Gundy, Mike D'Antoni, and Michigan head coach Jawan Howard were the four names that were in the initial Woj report. That's from Olshay. So, obviously, the names that match between Olshay and Damian Lillard, there's just one. It's Chauncey Billups. So, from that, I will say Chauncey Billups should be option number one. I feel like Jeff Van Gundy would be a very strange hire at this at this point. The amount of times he's been mentioned for head coaching jobs in the last, what, like 10 years, and he always just stays at ESPN – I don't think that's going to be a thing. Uh, if you hire Mike D'Antoni, you're going to have even worse defense than you did with Terry Stotts, so I don't think you're going to do that. Uh, Jawan Howard might be interesting, right? He did a very good job in his first year at Michigan, but there is a big difference between coaching college ball and coaching the NBA. I feel like a couple of those maybe agent mentions, like getting Van Gundy out there, getting D'Antoni out there, might be like agent favors for Woj. It feels like the real names are Chauncey Billups and Jawan Howard on that list to me. 
Uh, also, Jason Quick had mentioned uh, Dave Yeager, former Grizzlies and Kings head coach, uh, who is now an assistant in Philly in the game that we're watching right now uh, as being a potential option. Now, he, like Jason Kidd, did not have a very good start to his coaching career, is very defensive-minded, which I think is why he would be considered in that in that role in the first place. Um, again, to me, this all goes back to one name, and that's Shanti Billups. Very respected around the NBA. He's a very good players coach. He is uh, he's an assistant on a good team. I guess potentially a good team, although the Clippers keep bowing out in the playoffs all over. I think for me, if I had to pick a guy I wanted outside of like going and getting Eric Spolstra, because I think that's that's my option number one, A, is go get Eric Spolstra somehow, some way. Yeah, let's find can we make that happen? That would be great. I mean, there is there is chatter that, you know, Jimmy Butler leaves Miami and or there's, you know, there's upset people in that locker room that maybe they make a change and then Spolster's available. Great. Spolster's from here. He's a good defensive coach. He's a great head coach. He's one of the best head coaches in the NBA. Let's bring him in, right? Former Portland pilot. Let's bring in Eric Spolstra. Uh, outside of that, um, outside of that, I think Chauncey Billups is my top option. Based on everything that I've heard, based on everything that I've read, Chauncey Billups is ready to take that next step. Remembering Chauncey Billups' play, he was a great player. I remember him specifically on that Nuggets team in the playoffs with Melo and him being the reason that the Nuggets actually did well <laughs> because it was him. So I like Chauncey Billups a lot, and I think that would be a good fit. I don't know. I mean, we don't know anything about him as a head coach, which is, I guess, the red flag that's there. But somebody that Dame respects, important. Somebody that a lot of people around the league respect helps me think that he's going to be a good coach. And, uh, you know, maybe a, maybe a good guy to get, maybe attract some players. Maybe that'll help. You never know. Um, so Spolstra, Phillips, my one and two. Uh, well, Spolstra, if he's on the list, he's my one. Um, but I don't think he is. But if, if he is, then he's definitely there. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Um, I know people aren't high on Mike D'Antoni. By the way, quickly, like uh, I was wrong. Father's Day is the third Sunday of June. Two okay, weeks from so now. we're good. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, so... I know a lot of people aren't aren't really high on Mike D'Antoni. One thing we can say is, man, Mike D'Antoni he he equates to wins, and his offense, uh, it works. It does work. It, it works. And could you imagine Dame and CJ and Simons and this you know quick run and shoot offense for D'Antoni? It, it, that could be lethal because you're talking about three of the of the better perimeter shooters. Please don't keep CJ. <laughs> I mean, but, but, don't if, keep but if you did keep CJ, this would be a way for, you know, he could probably, you know, flourish in a situation like that. So I don't think D'Antoni is totally crazy. I don't I don't think you should go that route, but I don't think, you know, that's a crazy idea. I wouldn't be angry if they said the Blazers coach is Mike D'Antoni. That wouldn't make me mad. I would be okay with that. Um, it would feel very retready to me, but I mean. It, I mean, it know, would, whatever. but I mean, you know, good coaches keep getting picked up. And like somebody like D'Antoni, somebody like Stotts, he's always going to have a job. He's never not going to have a, an NBA job. And that's just, that's. That's why you're well, right now. Coach. He's an assistant. Yeah, so. exactly. You're not not in the league. You know, somebody wanted you for something. And I think Chauncey Billups is one of those guys. I I have this. I think that players that were good players and ended up kind of progressing their game to become really good players. I think they're better at, coach, at being head coaches. I look at somebody like Magic Johnson, who was an all time who is the all time great point guard of all time. I don't think anybody's going to argue with you. That Magic is the greatest point guard of all time. But as a coach, I don't think Magic could have been any worse. You know, there are certain things that he just – Michael Jordan is a GM or as an owner. Like, on the court, I can put it all together. But when I'm trying to do – like, I, there's something – I can't explain to you how to be great. 
because I've always been great. I just do it. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't, have you ever seen that Michael Jordan uh, how to yep. uh, basketball? Just point your hand like this and shoot, and it should pretty much go in every time. Well, thank you, greatest player of all time. Like, just, <laughs> just do it like that, huh? And it goes in. Sometimes you need a little more than that. And I think that's why Steph Curry was able to really progress as a basketball player because now I've got Steve Kerr, who was nowhere near as good as Steph Curry, but can tell you, okay, bro, like, this is one thing I would do if I were you. Instead of using this, rip through this way. Oh, okay. Now I can do that better. Like when you're a, when you're an A student trying to, trying to tutor a, a D student in math, you're going to get frustrated because why don't you understand this? I don't get it. Like A player plus A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Why don't you know that? It takes sometimes that B student, you know, that like I had to work a little bit harder to figure out how to be good at this, to teach you how to walk through that because I've done it before. Chauncey Billups is that guy. He was never the top star in the league, never even an all-star until he got to Detroit. And he got with a great coach and Larry Brown that was able to tell him some other things. But in his journey between there, man, he got to work with Rick Pitino. Flip Saunders was a coach of his. Mike D'Antoni was a coach of his. This is before he got to Larry Brown. And then he got to Larry Brown. And then after that, he got to work with uh, um, George uh, George Carl over at uh, – at, in Denver when he made that deep yep. playoff run. Like, he was able to get all these great coaches and all these great people to pour into him to where now that's why his name is so high on that list. He's got, what, how many Hall of Fame coaches, you know, or coaches that probably he, will be Hall of Fame? He's from a million coaching trees, you know, and, and, which is and, great. And, and so that's what it's really going to take, somebody with a vast array of knowledge to come in and say this is how it works. Jason Kidd didn't have any of that. That's why I'm impressed with what he did as a coach. He didn't have any of that. He went from straight from retiring from the league right into a head coaching position to where he won five, uh, half of his games and then did it again the next year. And then two years later, and then two years after that, did it again. That's why that's impressive to me with no, never learning how to do it. But Chauncey Billups has been sitting and learning and learning all these things and being uh, a real point guard to learn how to get everybody involved. Could you imagine what a guy with that much skill could do for a guy like Damian Lillard mm-hmm. or a guy like CJ McCollum? Like, I mean, you could be looking at arguably, or even, even on a smaller level, you know, Maybe you don't need to teach Dan much more, but what about Ant Simons, right? Simons go. seems to be bursting with potential, but is so raw. What 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 would Chauncey Billups do to help develop Ant Simons? And I think right? it's you know teaching him patience. You know Chauncey Billups again. It wasn't really until man he got to Detroit, and that was two thousand three, two thousand four, that he really began to like man see his potential, and then the world began to say, oh, Chauncey Billups can play. And he, he was a point guard on a team of a bunch of misfits, too. A, 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 and a team full of bulldogs. You know, a bunch of guys that, like, nobody really expected to win, including our own Rasheed Wallace. Shipped him away in the same year he went and won a, a, a championship. Like, sometimes you need somebody to come in and say, man, that's good what you're doing, but give him a little jab this way first, and then, oh, okay, that's so much easier. So it sounds like you're on board the Chauncey Billups. I love Chauncey Billups. I've, I've loved him as a – he was great as a commentator. He was great as a player. Um, I, I, he's been amazing as a as an assistant thus far. I think he's the type of guy that can come in and be like, "All right, that's good." Now the so, thing is, so here's what you got to hope for if you want Chauncey Billups. You want the Mavericks to win today, so that he's not coaching in the playoffs anymore, so that the Blazers can hire him quickly, so nobody yeah. else gets him. Because if you're the Blazers <laughs> that's right what now, you need. if you're the Blazers right now, I, I say just wait. I say just just wait right now because, like you said, they could be making some changes in Miami. And what if, you know, they decide to move on from Spolstra, and, but you've already went ahead and hired a new coach? It's like, uh. What if the Bucks lose in this round and they fire Budenholzer? Is that a guy you would want? Not really. But that's another option. A yeah, good I head mean, coach. Yeah, right? it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's another option, but not, not really. 
I see Budenholzer as somebody that's incredibly blessed to get Giannis Antetokounmpo and then really to get a Chris Middleton to kind of pair with him. But he also is a Popovich protege. So, you know, there's that too. A couple of texts that came in, and then we'll go to break. Uh, Well, one text says, how about Becky Hammond? I've seen Becky Hammond mentioned a lot as, as a candidate for this opening from fans, but I haven't seen it from any of the media. I think Becky Hammond knows that when Pop retires, she's the Spurs head coach. Yeah. So I don't think she's leaving because I think Pop only has like one or two years left at most. You can you can kind of tell Pop's kind of done. Oh, right? especially with with uh, seeing not, Coach K uh, to, uh, announce his yeah. retirement. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know how much longer I want to do this. Yeah, it's like right now the only old guy left in college basketball is like Bayheim. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Pop is old as hell. I think Hammond is just waiting to be the Spurs head coach. And I've seen David Vanderpool brought up a million times from Blazer fans, former Blazer assistant, went to be the associate head coach at Minnesota, was passed over when they fired Ryan Saunders. Uh, Dame and CJ came out outraged. Oh, they got the white guy instead of the black guy. What's interesting here is, you know who hasn't been mentioned now that Terry Stotts is fired by any of the players? David Vanderpool. There's a reason for that. I don't know that reason. But here's my thought process. There's twofold. One, you don't want to bring a guy in who learned under the guy you just fired, right? If you want a fresh set of eyes, don't bring in David Vanderpool, who is a Terry Stotts. Same play. He's a Terry Stotts protege, right? He got passed over in part because I think uh, the owner was friends with this coach, but he was considered for the job. He did interview for the job. He didn't get it, and now the players don't aren't chirping for Vanderpool to come be the Blazers' head coach. I think that means Vanderpool's not a very good coach. I think he was friends with the players. I think he had a good relationship with them. And you want somebody I don't familiar think he's as point. good of a head coach as Blazer fans want him to be. Yeah. It's one so of those that's things. My thought. It's one of those things. Wanting the guy from your locker room, you know, somebody that already knows us, somebody that we can already kind of rally around and everything as opposed to going to get somebody that we don't know to play for. Like you see it all the time, college football, you know, especially in college football where players are really rally around and assist and say, no, this is the guy we want to play for. Don't go hire yeah. somebody else. This is, it just didn't work. In, it's just, in it's, it's one of those things. I saw a tweet that said something along those lines of remember when Dame and CJ were pissed that Vanderbilt got passed over crickets. Now absolute crickets when they're, it's their own job. That's open. They wanted their friend to get a chance. They don't want their friend coaching them. No, not you. You want them to have a chance. It's not with us. That should speak volumes. Yeah. So I, that has been the name I've seen most from Blazer fans is Vanderpool. Yeah. It's not going to be Vanderpool. Yeah, Stop we love thinking you, it. But we're not in love with you type exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Stop thinking it. Stop hoping for it. It's not going to happen. And it's probably for a good reason that it's not going to happen. You haven't heard a lick from Damer CJ about it. That should be proof enough in the pudding right there. He's not going to be the guy. All Let's right. go Hawks. I'm pulling for my Hawks right now. Are you? Uh, I forgot the game. I don't have the game on the TV in here. Are they winning? Uh, Trey Young is putting in work, man. Uh, scores 40-27 Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. I know Ended Embiid. The first quarter. I know Embiid got the start, too. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get to the NFL trade, huh? Big Let's trade today. Let's see it. Julio Jones went to the Titans. That's next. This is Sports Sunday. First, I have sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10.41 here on your Sunday morning. We're not doing hate it or love it today because Joe's out. Also, I forgot to put the music bed in because, well, it happens. I don't normally do this. You can this still chair. play it if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're already long anyway. What's the point? <laughs> uh, so the big trade, well, I guess maybe the second biggest trade that is expected to happen this offseason, the one being maybe Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Julio Jones has been traded from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans. Rashad's very frustrated. <laughs> Because Patriots uh, fans did want Julio Jones to go to the Pats. I don't know if they were tied to this trade as much as just Patriots fans wanted Julio Jones. But uh, I told Rashad, I was like, Julio Jones is traded. He's like, yeah. And I was like, to the Titans. He was like, damn it. <laughs> we were so close. Were you, though? No, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Here's the thing. Outside of the salary, this actually wasn't. The, the Titans didn't give up that much. That's a better way to put it. No. The Titans sent a second rounder in next year's draft and a fourth rounder in 2023's draft. That's it. They get Julio Jones in a sixth rounder for a second and a fourth. And of course they're they're paying his salary, which is very large. So they they're that's I guess the other part is they are they they only sent two picks, but they are taking on a boatload of salary. But that's it for Julio Jones? A second and a fourth? And the Falcons apparently were holding out for a first-round pick. And reports earlier, I think it was like two weeks ago, said they had an offer that had a first-round pick in it. So either that team backed out or that was a lie. But they got a second and a fourth for Julio Jones. I think that's pretty good work on the Titans' part right there. Because, the you know, the Titans are a really good team, but it feels like they they just they weren't good enough to take that last step. It's tough to kind of beat out teams like the Chiefs, right? Like, ah, it's going to be hard to beat Patrick Mahomes. But Tannehill is a good quarterback. Not great. Good. You've got one of the best running backs in the league in Derrick Henry, who by the end of the year is nearly unstoppable usually. And now you're going to have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones Mm. at wide receiver. Mm. What? That's going to be one hell of an offense to try to stop. You know, Tannehill has been kind of a, uh, a punching bag for a long a long time in his career. When you think back to uh, his time on Hard Knocks and he couldn't remember which teams were in his division and stuff like that. And, you know, people were like, oh, it's going to be a long goal for this team or for this guy. And whenever you end up in a place like Miami, and not like good Miami, but like, you know, trash, you know, Miami as a Dolphin, then it's, it's going to be hard for you to, to win games, really make a name for yourself. He's his past two years in um, Tennessee have been amazing. Uh, last year was his the best year that he's had as a professional. He finished top ten in the NFL and um, touchdowns thrown uh, through almost four thousand yards on the season. Like it was one of his most productive seasons and really his best overall season as a starter. 
and now you give him Julio Jones. You know, Tannehill is already kind of knocked on because he didn't really throw the ball super far down the field. Um, th- this past year, he did a little bit better. Uh, trusted his trusted his arm more than anything. I think that was a big thing, man. Trusting yourself to make sure you can make certain throws, and he was able to do that. Made AJ Brown look like a, a a beast, you know, at some point. <laughs> and then you give this team Julio. Oh, don't forget they have King Henry as well in the backfield, who is. Probably, as far as my eyes have telling me, he's the best running back I've ever seen. Like, it just as far as just 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 me looking at him, like he's big, he's his fast, mix of speed and he size. runs over people like it's no. His workouts look like James Harrison's. Like this guy is 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 a monster. You know, he's a beast, and this team, I, I see no reason why they shouldn't be considered the second best team in the AFC right now. Just being honest, just top to bottom. I don't know if this. I think this is the second best team in the AFC right now, behind the Chiefs. Behind the Chiefs. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that'd be a hard thing to argue, right? Maybe the Bills give the Bills some of that credit. Quite possibly, yeah. I, I, and I think it's again, Buffalo's been bad for a really long time, and now that Josh Allen has been playing some really good football, it's still really hard. I feel like it's hard to put a lot of faith in the Bills. But for the past two years, I've seen the Titans, you know, make some noise, you know, in in the playoffs or at least leading up to. Uh, the playoffs in some respects. Well, they made so. noise in the playoffs too. No, they yeah. they did. They made they just, two years ago, no, weren't they, they in the AFC title? The AFC game? Ch- championship last year, and then two years uh, ago, right? Was it last year? The Bills? Oh, the, yeah. I was talking about the Titans. Yeah, I mean the, the Titans two years ago. You know, so the Bills and then the Titans were able to make some noise kind of this year, and the Bills were the team that were able, were able to kind of push the limits and go go as far as they did. So I think this is a huge move by Tennessee. I think clearly Atlanta is in the rebuilding phase. Um, Matt Ryan's still there, yeah. Oh, God. I can't remember. Was he traded? I think he was traded. Hold on. No, no. Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's still there. Okay, yeah. so now you start My to wonder. Bad. You start to wonder what this does for, for Matt Ryan. You've traded away his number one target. You've traded away his best player. What do you do now with, with your aging quarterback, Matt Ryan? There's a lot of good teams that are missing a quarterback that could probably use somebody like Matt Ryan right now. And so now the pressure is really on Atlanta because you know now he's not going to want to stay for any longer than this year. I'm surprised. He's still still getting paid, though. He's still getting paid, but, you know, a lot of guys that are getting paid still don't want to stay and play for a crappy franchise, and that's what Atlanta's turned into over the past few years. Man, 53-27 Atlanta, 17-0 run. It it does feel like uh, the Falcons are about to hit the full rebuild switch. Let me see. He has uh he has a potential out next year. Matt Ryan does in his contract. So I think I think he's probably done after this year. Yeah. Although Do you think he'll retire or you think he'll No, I don't think so. Uh I mean he's he's thirty six. He's he's still a good enough quarterback where he can he can help a team out. Let me ask you this. But he is this year going to make Oh God, where's the money? I'm uh he's making twenty three million dollars this year. Do you think we're gonna start seeing quarterbacks stay and play until they're about forty, forty one now? I think Brady and, and Breeze have kind of created this this, you know, kind of thought that, man, I can really if I can take care of my body. You know, Breeze has hurt a lot, but Breeze still played till he was forty. Yeah. You know, like uh, there's I, well, a lot of guys that there's probably a big hit. difference between Breeze and Brady, because Brady's what, forty three now? Yeah. So that's a big difference. I think you're going to see guys try, but I think you've always seen guys try. It's the body will fail you when it's ready to fail you. And it failed breeze like three years ago and he fought through it, but
but you you could tell he wasn't really that good these last two years. Oh, Brady, I mean, his body, you know, let's, let's just be honest. Like, he's well, lucky okay, but, enough to go to a team. But, but Brady is still way better than Breeze was at that point. The ball was Bra- looking pretty Peyton Manning-ish at the end of his career, you know, at certain points. So Well, he's still playing. He's, he's still won a Super Bowl. So <laughs> it's still uh, he's still able to do that. I, I think guys have always wanted to try to play into their 40s because guess how much money you could make if you're an elite quarterback in your 40s. I just think your body says, you know what? I'm done. So, so yeah, I think guys will try. And maybe with, with the advances in medicine and sports science, you'll see more guys play into their, their 40s. It's the same thing in the NBA. It's like LeBron. How is LeBron? Although I feel like for the first time this year, you saw LeBron's body finally start to punch him back. But, I mean, LeBron at his age should not be playing at this level, right? You'd think the NBA, the prime ended at like 34. And you're like, after 34, you're you're a vet who's just going to get minutes and off the bench or something. And it's like LeBron's the best player in the league still, and he's he's what 38 now. Like, oh my god. So it's the the advance of medicine and sports science and training is is changing all of that. But in in the NFL, it's still going to be tough to play that old. You're going to get hit so much. It's just going to be tough to keep that body healthy. I think. But everyone will try. That's for sure. All right. You wanted to uh, ask a question about a boxing match that's about to happen. Did Maybe I? today? Yeah. Not really. I forgot about that. <laughs> I came totally in all for- fired up. I totally forgot about that. We got I did start- have another question for you, though, based off of something that okay. I saw. We got one on segment left, so tell me. All right. Uh, I was going to ask, which, as far as the NBA, and we're, right now we're seeing a, an amazing uh, kind of changing of the guards with guys like Luka and John Morant, Trey Young, mm-hmm. uh, Zion, and Jason Tatum. Which, tra- which changing of the guard was best for you? Was it the 80s to the 90s? And I have a bunch of guys written down and everything. Right. So I want to get your opinion and also the opinion of the Texas here on the fan. Okay. Well, we got one segment to go. We'll do it next. This is Sports Sunday on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. We have way less time than I thought we were going to have for way this. Way less time. All so good. G- just give it, give it to me quickly here. Okay. Transition. So, Let's tra- go. Uh, the changing of the guard in the NBA, man. Which was, uh, which do you think was the best as far as changing of the guards? Was it the 80s to the 90s? And the 80s was Magic Bird, Kareem, Moses, Malone, and Isaiah to Jordan, Barkley, uh, Malone, Robinson, and Akeem. Or from the 90s to 2000s, Kobe, AI, Shaq, Duncan, KG, or was it 2000 to the 2010s, LeBron, D-Wade, Melo, Steph, KD? I think it was 80s to 90s, in my opinion. I I think because you had 
to me, it felt like the NBA took such a huge leap forward in the 90s, mostly because of Michael, but you had a lot of other great stars in that era as well uh, in terms of popularity. That I think that, to me, is the greatest changing of the guard. Um, it's tough to follow up Michael. Kobe did a fantastic job, of course. It's tough to follow that up and say it's a great changing of the guard, whereas maybe Kobe to LeBron was very, very good. But I'm still going to say 80s to 90s, I think. I'm going to say 90s to 2000s because uh, you got two of the, the greatest, three of the greatest winners that we've ever seen. You know, not just one person dominating the an era. But you had, you know, Shaq, Kobe, and Tim Duncan all dominate uh, the 20, 2000 and like 2011 or 2010. And then also throw in there KG and Allen Iverson, who is, you know, responsible for changing really the way basketball looks and the way players, basketball players look. KG was a, you know, seven foot two guard, you know, pretty much, or, or small forward that can do everything. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back next week, 9 to 11. We'll still talk NBA playoffs as they as they happen, but uh, we'll be talking Blazers though. Probably. We're going to be making it. Well, well, I guess we'll see what what changes happen. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they happen somewhat quickly because I'd like to have stuff to talk about. But we'll uh, we'll get into summer mode here, getting here pretty soon here on Sports Sunday, nine to eleven next week. Thanks so much for listening. Have a very good rest of your Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.